Welcome to a live episode of the Ignition Podcast from Goodwood Revival. Uh, today's episode is going to be a bit of a new one. We're going to try some different things. As you can hear, there's some great cars going on in the background. I'm going to try to get some interviews for you guys, for some drivers and some teams. Look forward to what's to come, because it should be a good one. So for those who don't know, what's your name? Uh, William Nuttall. How did the race go for you today, Will? Yeah, very good. Well, I, I was first over the line, which is always a good start. So uh, all good, all good. It got a bit oily out there, but it's good fun driving around here. Brilliant. Um, this podcast is all about inspiring those to listen to the more the passion for cars. So what would you say to an aspiring racing driver or um, an enthusiast? Well, anybody who likes uh, historic racing should have a passion already. Um, and I love the cars. And just watch, come and watch the racing. Watch it on uh, YouTube or wherever it is. Watch some onboard videos and you'll see how much fun it is to drive. Yeah, and well, how did you get into the sport? Uh, my father used to race when I was a kid. Uh, and I, I have a company which looks after, we've got seven cars down here in racing. Um, and we, we bring the cars down here, look after them and hopefully keep our customers smiling and myself when I'm driving. And what was the company called for those who want to know? Uh, in Racing. In Racing. How long has that been going for? Uh, before I was born, so uh, probably 35, 40 years now. Uh, and we look after a lot of 50s, 60s Grand Prix and sports cars. Well, thank you very much for your time, Will. It's been a pleasure. Cheers. Thank you very much. Sam, welcome to the podcast. How are we? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. You? Very good, thank you. Uh, so how did today go for you and um, what were you doing? Um, well, we're looking after a, a Lotus 18 Grand Prix car. Um, that, that was going really well. We, uh, he, was running, he was running fourth right up until the last lap and then he managed to get stuck in the gravel, which was a bit of a shame. But uh, in the same race, I was out in a Cooper T53. Uh, I was running second place and we had a gearbox failure on that one. But that's the way it goes. It is. And so this, this podcast is um, aims to inspire those with a passion for cars to do more than cars. Um, so, how did you get started? I was born into it, really. Um, my dad's been in the business since the very early days of Historics, back in the late 60s. So, the cars were, you know, almost new back then. And he's, he's stayed with it the whole time, and I've, I've grown up around it. So, yeah, I've been, I've been working on historic racing cars since I, you know, since I was old enough to go in the workshop and pick the spanners up. And what was your first memory that really sort of ignited a passion for you? Uh, it's hard to pin it down really. I, I used to go to a lot of the race meetings with my dad. Um, we used to go to the big uh, the Silverstone Classic, which was actually called the Coys meeting back then. And he used to go there and just go and badger everybody and all the other mechanics and drivers and looking at the cars. And I, th- I think it was really Silverstone, Silverstone that really captured it for me. Yeah, perfect. And what advice would you give to someone that wanted to get into historic racing and wanted to pursue that passion? Uh, come along to the meetings, come and have a chat with the drivers, go and talk to the mechanics and um, you know, do a bit of do a bit of research. I mean, this job you sort of you eat, sleep, and drink it. You know, you you've got a book next to your bed, and you you know you're reading up about stuff at night, and you've 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 really got to live it. Um, but if 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 you are living it and you've, you're not in the um, you know in the paddock, then just go and go and talk to people. Everybody's really friendly. All the drivers are friendly. So yeah, everybody's approachable. Yeah, Sam. Thank you very much for your time. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, no problem. Uh, it was a Formula 2 car, yeah. but because the engine was in the rear, which was quite new, they quickly realised how good they were, and uh, they could compete in Formula 1 too. Yeah. And uh, within about a year of this car coming out, every 
Formula One car was rear engine to this day. These were known as garage heaters, wasn't it? It was, like, it was sort of like a, a brand new thing to the, to the game, was that correct, Ellie? What was? These were known as like, known as sort of like garage heaters. Sort of yeah, well, they, they started off with rear engine Grand Prix. Before that, they were all um, yeah, Maserati 250F front end. This is this car, this is Jack Brabham pushing it over the uh, finish line at Monaco. Oh wow. In 57, when, oh, oh. when it was sort of first, the first time out with a twin cam engine. Yeah, so when I say I know nothing about SRO racing, I literally I know nothing about SRO racing. Um, so yeah, so these cars then when turned into what? So what happened what development of this car? How did that how did that go forward? What from there yeah. after then it hasn't really changed a lot since then. It's uh, you know the only change is I've got a roll hoop now for safety, which is only, we've only just put on, which I was quite pleased about. Charles was slightly less keen. Because it sort of it does take it, it you look at all these cars with roll hoops takes away a bit of their sort of, you know... It ruins the charm of the lines. Yeah, yeah, but we just put that on because it just makes it feel a bit more comfortable driving. I have, a, I have a back crash and I've had brain injury, so my wife insisted. But I've, I've had my crash, so it won't happen again. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that, so if you want to explain better the crash and why it happened, that's all right. So I'm not, I didn't crash in this car. I crashed an E-Type in the, uh, the spa, spa circuit in Belgium in a six-hour endurance race. Yeah. Just driving like a type, I guess. I was unconscious for three weeks, so oh, well. I don't remember a thing. But it, I was the only car involved, so it must have been my fault. I mean, you break the car, we can blame you, you can blame who you want, it's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. So how long have you been racing Charles in particular? About 20 odd years. And how did you get started in that? Uh, just friends who had similar cars, and as soon as I could afford one, I bought one, and I've been hooked ever since. And um, how did you meet Eddie? So Eddie came up to the pub one day after a, an event, and said, can I borrow your car? His, I'm, what? It's Fraser Nash. Who the fuck are you? And he said, well, if you lend me your car, I could beat your friend's record. I went, oh, that's quite interesting. So I let him have it for a few races, and I realised how much fun it was to see your car being driven. So, of course, when I crashed and couldn't drive, I already knew how much fun it was you know, to still be involved but have a driver. Eddie, what made you pack up the courage to ask Charles to borrow his car? Uh, Drink. Well, yeah, a few pints definitely helps, but um, I knew Charles, uh, well, I knew Charles reasonably well. I knew he was a good bloke, I knew he enjoyed a few beers, um, and I knew. You could say I was fed. Yeah. And I knew that um, it, his car was the only Fraser Nash at the time that had a, the, the potential to, to beat the cutback record. So I said to Charles, your car's the only uh, Yeah, the car and Charles were the two, you know, main reasons. Yeah, he was very lucky that he'd had enough to drink and he said yes. And you did beat him, didn't you? Yeah, and I did beat him. And you beat him. And you beat the record, fantastic. Well, guys, thank you so much for your time. It's been, no a, pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Enjoy the rest of your day. I will, thank you. So I'm totally honest to you guys listening, I have known nothing about historic racing at all. I appreciate the, the design, I appreciate the engineering, I appreciate the looks, the speed, the noise, but I know nothing about the history of these cars. I know nothing about how they started, 
and the build, the history behind and the lineage of each car, who drove them, when they were drove, where they were drove, what they won, what they lost, the crash they had. And it's, it's clear to see that I need to clearly do some research with these cars and the people that drive them. And it would be great to see that if you guys know anyone in the um, historic classical racing world that you can put me in contact with so I can learn more. Because like I said, this podcast is to inspire those listening. If I can give that to the people that are craving after the Jim Clarks and the Edson Senners and, and the Jackie Stewarts of, of the era, and I can give you a, a clearer, more interesting perspective, and that would be great. So if anyone does know, a mechanic, a driver, a team owner, a, a patron or a collector of these cars and please put me in contact with them because I'd love to have an in-depth conversation about why they started why they chose that car and what it means to them thank you guys for listening to the Goodwood Revival episode now going into this on the day um, it's my first time at Revival and I don't know much about classic racing and historic racing and it was a real sort of a learning curve and a wall to show up and with a small mic and no sort of previous experience in motorsport and go up to clearly some very kind and confused racing drivers and team owners and try and interview them there was a a real sense of like imposter syndrome and not being able to explain why i was there or who i was and it felt that sometimes that it was paralyzing i couldn't i couldn't move and stuff and it was some of them were great they they took me in they they said hello they asked me the podcast about and stuff Others were, were confused why I was there. But uh, I think it's it's something I wanted to just put out there. That I had no intention of being able to get into the pits. I had no intention of being able to get into the paddock. But people at Goodwood um, Revival were such a, such welcoming people. And they um, understood my, my dilemma and the podcast itself. And were able to help me actually get into the paddock and interview these guys. So I just wanted to take a quick one and go, you never know what will happen. You never know if you just ask. Get over that fear, feel that fear, and just ask anyway. Because without that, I wouldn't have met these people. I wouldn't have had such a great time that I did at Goodwood Revival, being able to get over that line that the public don't normally get to go. I got to see some amazing cars, and I'm just I'm super grateful for the experience. So, with that being said, this is the Ignition Podcast. Thank you for listening.